Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Okay, Muslims are people, too. They, <laughs> so what is it? They pay their taxes. Right. They usually have... Very, you know, pretty good careers from what I've seen. Yeah, Amir, like, Amir is a Muslim. I mean, that's just Muslim. one example. Of that Muslim point, does like, not make you. If you're a, if you're a black kid, if you're, a, you know, Hispanic kid, if you're a Muslim kid, you just know, like, okay, all right, I get it. There's people out there that have bigotry. Yeah. What's good, world? It's Anthony Roberts here, and welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is, where filter becomes extinct. And today we kick off today's episode defending, or trying to defend, Ahmed Muhammad, the little 14-year-old kid here in Irvin, Texas, who built the clock to impress his engineering teacher. But we also want to attempt to make sense of what other people felt, um, or still may be feeling around the world. One of the biggest things we tried to push is, it's not that the total uh, action or reaction to Urban ISD, how they reacted to it, it was, I mean, that was the part to me that I think was the major thing that was wrong. Um, I found out later that when Ahmed Muhammad brought in uh, the clock that he had fixed to impress his teacher, it was also on September 11th, um, which is kind of tricky. Um, I feel like, you know, if I had a son or a kid who took that, you know, uh, clock to impress his teacher to school, I think that's a great thing, you know. He he's trying to impress his teacher and let him know that he's intrigued and he's going to be engaged in this this semester, um, in this class. That's a great thing. Um, I think my perspective what should have happened was at the beginning of class when a man brought in the clock and said, "Hey, look what I've made." And the moment that they said, the teacher told him, "Hey, that's great. Don't show it to anyone else." To me, he should have taken the clock then. After a man went to class, on to his other class, he could have reviewed it, taken it to the principal's office. They could have spoken about that if they wanted to call a bum squad or a professional to come check out the clock to make sure it wasn't a bum to where it's no threat to them or the school. I feel like those are the measures that they should have took as far as or taken as far as going into his class, embarrassing him, putting him in handcuffs, interrogating him, not having a lawyer present, not having his parents present, not allowing him to call his parents. That's the part where you have changed the mindset of a 14 year old boy and how he feels about the police who right now don't already have a great reputation with blacks, with 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 Muslims, with people of color, period. On the flip side to play devil's advocate, I get it. I fucking get it. 9-11, the things that happened, but when do we actually start taking credit as well? Like I said, I'm not saying that I, I am for or against, but I love to play devil's advocate. I think that uh, Urban ISD, to me personally, they went a little bit too far. They should have figured it out without including the kid, and they should have went from there. To allow the kid to walk to another class with the clock, that's the issue. I feel like it could have been handled right then and there. I'm not going to take up the space to talk about this. We're going to dive into it more so once we get into the show. Uh, you've already heard a snippet from, from the show, what we have coming up. It's going to be a great show. Tune in. We're going to talk about affirmative action and how it, was, how it also benefits white women or white people. We're going to answer some questions from our listeners. going to talk about why the hell are these millennials, boys, 
fighting girls. What's up, Millennial Society putting up videos about boys beating up on girls. That shit is not what we need. We need somebody to step in and change that. We got to figure out what some solutions for all these problems. Also, we're going to talk about Israel Gutierrez, who came out, the ESPN analyst who came out a couple of weeks ago announcing that he's gay. What's the big deal about announcing being gay? Just be who you are. I know it's not that easy. You know, I know it's easier said than done. But, hey, hopefully those things will change. It's one of the, the thing about it that pops out to me when people say or come out and announce I'm gay. I understand it's a partner that's tied to that that may be in the shadows, that's tied to being in the shadows. But it's a great thing. But the day that things change to where you could just be gay and not have to announce it is a great day. And, and it brings me back to when Kobe Bryant was asked about uh, Tony Dungy and Lubby Smith being two black cor uh Head coaches playing in Super Bowl 47 or 48 or 46, whichever one I, I didn't fact check. But they were like, hey, isn't it amazing to see two black head coaches in the Super Bowl playing against each other? He said, you know what would be more amazing? Don't quote me. But the day that two black uh, head coaches or quarterbacks can be head to head in the Super Bowl and nobody mentions it. They'll just mention it's two great coaches playing against each other head to head. That's when you know that things have changed. But hey, that's the end of my rant. We're going to hop into the show. Like I said, we have a great show for you guys. Listen in, and I uh, hope you enjoy it. Let's get to the show. All right, you guys are now listening to The Reality Is, where filter becomes extinct. we got a great show lined up for you today. I'm your host, Anthony Roberts. we got the homie Gary in here. A.K.A. Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Christian here with Cowboys, Air Force, uh, Air Force AKA Academy. Sweet Meat. He got blue on the top, <laughs> gray in the middle, and red chucks. Like he, He's a, a blood and a He's undecided, but that's okay. I'm a blip on yeah, that. Yeah, he's a blip. And we got my boy Brian here. He's the one behind the uh, music and putting the uh, audio together for iTunes and SoundCloud. Everything you be hearing, that's the homie to put it together. What's good with you, bro? Man, what's going on? Not much, not much. Man, I wanted to talk to directly to the people before we get started. You know, a lot of people have been asking, how do you guys do a podcast? I, I, You know what? I think everybody who wants to do a podcast should do it. But I'll tell you, to sit up in here, it takes a lot of fucking work. You got me, Gary, and Christian consistently doing you know, uh, the doing the music and, and doing the videos and audios and stuff here in the studio. You got Brian, who edits everything. You got Gabrielle, who writes for the website. You got Artesia, who's the consultant who sets up and, and handles the business aspect of putting together the shows live events that we do you got people like gary's wife who promote and push him and tell people about it you got you got it's a lot of shit that goes through this we got full-time jobs then we trying to put stuff together during the week then we come together on saturday and, and we're soon all as, in school and everyone full-time everyone so full-time yes. yes and then after that we after saturday we come back and we do the shit all over again for the next week mm -hmm. i know my personal schedule i'm up every morning monday through saturday at 4 35 o'clock mm -hmm. going to school from 8 to 12 working from 1 to 10 30 getting off christian called me last night he's like what are you doing i said man i just got through eating and getting a drink with rtz i was like we headed to the house and what to work on the show so we could do this tonight it's literally 13 to 15 hour days for all of us doing this shit so to everybody who wants to do podcasting feel free to do it the biggest thing is make sure you have a good core group around you make sure that you're consistent with what's going on make Keyword. sure that you have shit that people want to hear and you, and, and you don't have to sit up and try to mimic or be like anybody else because it's about your individuality and what you bring to the show. So if you want to do it, more power to you. But the research that I did with a lot of podcasts, especially black podcasts outside, outside of like 
the Loud Sound Network for like Sharmalan the guy, Crystal and uh, Kid Fury, uh, another round places that are like major like BuzzFeed and shit. Regular people like us, like they didn't last really more than six to twelve shows. Mm-hmm. Today is our twenty ninth show. Boom. We've taken a couple of breaks. We would be at like what thirty five, but we took breaks for things that we need. But we're gonna still be here next year. We'll still be here. I guarantee it. If I have to push it myself along with everybody else, we're gonna be here. But consistency is the key. So we want to let y'all know the shit is not easy. We appreciate the listeners. We appreciate everybody who consistently tunes in. When we don't have a show, we have people saying, hey, where can I find a show? We appreciate you for that because it lets us know that what we're doing is something that people want to hear and, and it's viable. So how you guys been, man? We didn't get in this bitch last weekend. And I missed it's been that a long ass week. I missed like two weeks, man. I've been good, but we've just been busy grinding, taking care of business, traveling. But we're here now. You got the homie. Aaron Green, number 22 for TCU, running back, starting running back. Yep. Gary's cousin. Tell us a little bit about that, man. What's good with that? Man, he's a, he's a cat that we grew up together. We like brothers. I'm like, he's my brother's son because we we I saw that cousins. Was fucking me up. I'm like his brother, <laughs> but I'm also like his dad because yeah. he lives with he lives with me and Monica right now. Uh, he calls us mom and dad. He's <laughs> just being silly, but yeah. he grew up, man. He got to watch me play. He got to watch his older brother, Tony, and his older brother, Andrew, play. And that was that you guys played at Kansas and Nebraska, right? I went to Kansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played football there. And, and, and actually, uh, his cousin Tony, or his brother Tony, went to Alabama A&M. Okay. Uh, then Andrew, his the middle boy, went to Nebraska. And then Aaron followed him to Nebraska and then transferred uh, after his freshman year to TCU. Um, but Aaron and, would, and even on top of that, both of their dads played at Baylor. Right, right. And both of our dads dad played, played at Baylor. NFL for like where did your dad? Years. Where did your dad play college at though, Gary? Baylor. He, oh, he played. Yeah. At Baylor? So they both went to Baylor. My dad and my that uncle. That guy is smart. And then uh, <laughs> smart Baylor Medical. Yeah. And then uh, uh, he he went. He got drafted by the Chiefs, tenth uh, pick overall in the '77 draft, and played seven years, and then played two in, at the Rams. And actually, Aaron's dad. Uh, got picked up by the Chiefs, but got hurt in training camp. Got cut, yeah. and uh, he just didn't try again because yeah. he was he was nice too. But the fact that he made it, bro, people don't right. even understand how hard it is to make it. Even you know, a lot of motherfuckers be like, "Oh, that nigga's on the practice squad." Nigga, he made it. He getting paid. Do you know a how hard the fuck it is to money. even get? Yes, six <laughs> figures to sit to to practice. Yeah. Not even necessarily sit on the bench. Like, they are going up against the elite in practice every day. Yeah. It's just so many good motherfuckers that in front of them, they have, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's so many circumstances. But for somebody to even make it to the point, uh, I wish I was on the motherfucking Dallas Cowboys practice squad. Hmm. Shit. Be rich. Yep. There's the less than fuck? 1,200 people getting paid in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Right. 1,200. Right. Shit. Yep. So the fuck? He- so he he's gonna have a big game today, man. You know they got their little crosstown rivalry against yeah. SMU, and of course TCU is the heavy favorite. Oh, but yeah. uh, he's been kind of just you know he was kind of slowed up last week and just nursing a little you know just That's a little strain, strain or whatever. Okay. Okay. But he's straight, man, and he's gonna have a big year. Uh, they expecting a lot from him today. I'm predicting for Aaron Green. I'm predicting two touchdowns, at least 150 mm-hmm. all-purpose yards, maybe 200. But at least two touchdowns. I'm rooting for this guy because is this the year he comes out to go to the draft? Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for him because right now they have him ranked, I think, fourth round. Last yeah, I, I think they fourth or fifth right now. But yeah, I honestly, I haven't even heard of any other running backs though this year. Like like last yeah. year, you heard Melvin Gordon, you heard a right. couple other people. I haven't really. So he has a. It's wide open. Yeah, it's not. They're not expecting running backs to make a big splash. But I think he's going. He's going because they got him rated the number two. Uh, senior tailback coming out for the draft yeah. already. Yeah. So 
you know, they just don't – they're not thinking too highly of running backs. So, if he has a big season, man, and, and, and tests well and pro day and all that, yeah. he can put himself up there. You yeah. know, Amir Abdullah, they're good buddies. Yeah. And Amir yeah, went second round last week. Yeah, Amir like went second round last year. He into their second round. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they, because somebody's going to need a running back before the For fifth sure. round. And yeah. he's a catching running back. Yeah, right. You know, that's the good a thing. Threat. He's just yeah. an elusive yeah. guy. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think that's where the NFL is going more towards is, like, basketball – on turf, so to speak. So a guy that can move in space, yeah. not these big clunky running backs, right. you know, that's a lot more uh, sought after. And some people yeah, probably right. say, y'all know this guy, so y'all riding his dick. You goddamn right. We support <laughs> this motherfucker. You right. No, but I'll tell you, tell you this, but if you, dick. if you, if anybody that feels that way, you go watch him, and, and like Chris and was saying, see. you talk about the elusiveness, there's not a lot of running backs that you can guarantee they'll make the first person miss. Exactly. There's running backs in the NFL, right, which pisses shit. me off because, yes. you know, man, Geno messed my whole situation up. <laughs> but uh, there's running backs in the NFL that will get tackled by one person in open field. And, they big and that shit. should not happen. No, no it should not um, happen. And so when you watch Aaron, you'll see his feet. You'll see his, his vision. Patience and the fact that I mean he's he, you y'all seen how big he is. Oh yeah, he's got the size of me and his oldest brother yeah. Tony didn't get, but he's also quick and, and can tall. make somebody miss. And vision is a very big thing when Absolutely. you talk about oh, DeMarco yeah. Murray, Dan McFadden, the yeah. successful running backs. Right. The way they see the holes and the way that they get into them is what separates them from of the course. best. Right. And I think one thing that you know doesn't necessarily come out on the field is just he's a good kid. Oh know? yeah, he's just a genuinely High good character. kid. High character, right? That's yeah. kind of what you look for yeah. as a GM or as That's an true. owner in the league mm-hmm. because you've seen the NFL take hits after hit. No pun intended. That was a bad thing to say. Hey, but the, the players true. just have a lot of character issues. Yeah. Right. You know, Aaron, if you just sit down and talk with the kid for, you know, 20 minutes, you're going to get a lot more than what you would expect from your typical, you know, running back. And it's right. not fake. It's no. not fake. He doesn't mm-hmm. just say shit just to be saying I don't even know if I've really heard him cuss. Not to be funny. Maybe right. he does. I just have never heard it. Right. And right. like I say, like the I think I've been in interacting with him about three or four times. Always laid back, always chill, always humble. Even at Mirror. When I met him at uh yeah. your Christmas thing. Yeah. And he like he literally walked over to me, he's like, What's good, bro? How you doing? I was like, Yeah, I saw you. I was like, I know who you are, bro, playing you on the college game and shit. Right. He's like, hi, yeah. He laughed off, chilled, asked about me. I asked about like real cool laid back dude. And mm-hmm. and being around, you know, playing football myself and like you, you know you got those guys who they get a big head. They know mm-hmm. they have a you know a chance at the draft before they even make a dollar. They already acting like they the shit. Right. That's what money does. Yeah. It just makes you more of what you already I, exactly. are. Exactly. And that's why I say exactly. these it dudes are high character, character guys, out. man. And, yeah. and and that's a big deal. I wanted to also talk about the fourteen year old in Irvin, Texas, um, Ahmed Muhammad, uh, arrested for creating a clock to impress his engineering teacher. Hashtag I stand with Ahmed. Yeah. Now I won't I won't Christian <laughs> Christian said some interesting shit before the show. In the break room, and I want Christian to take this one and run with well, it. Well, here goes the thing. What I said was in jest. I said, "Baby terrorist," right? Because <laughs> that's just a joke, right? If, if of course, mean, I don't yeah. mean that. Yeah, I think what we actually see in this country a lot is we see a lot of immigrants come over yeah. uh, from all over, right? Middle East, uh, Asia, Africa, right? A lot, a lot of those African countries and cultures. Uh, India, they come over here and they're a lot more willing to take on technical, yeah. uh, science, math, engineering, technology types of learning and career fields, right? Yeah. And that's just a part of their culture. And I think, you know, you get past the unfortunate reality of we like at this point we know what it is, guys. Yeah. Right. Like sure. we know if you're Muslim, like 
stereotypes. The big deal this week was Barack Obama being called a Muslim at a rally. It's like, and so what if he was a Muslim? That's I the, think and he is, the, and it's fine. Well, it's his religion if the, he is. That's the thing. Regardless, if he if, was a Muslim, if he, if he's why not. is being called a Muslim a slur? That's like, a that's, slur. That's the yeah. problem. That's a slur. Now it's like, oh, he, they didn't defend him of being called a Muslim. It's like, okay, Muslims are people too. They, <laughs> so what is it? They pay their taxes. Right. They usually have very you know pretty good careers from what i've seen yeah amir, like, amir is a muslim i mean that's just muslim. one example of that muslim point, does like not make you if you're a if you're a black kid if you're a you know hispanic kid if you're a muslim kid you just know like okay all right i get it there's people out there that have bigotry yeah obviously we're in a heightened we're in a heightened environment right now where you know we're trying to sniff out terrorism i get that obviously the irving police acted out of place i think we could all agree but just to look at it from a higher level, it's like we have these cultures that come into our country. They outperform our American people, whether you're black, True. white, Mexican. These other cultures that come out and they kick our ass in school. And scholastics. Then they definitely. go to college and they kick our ass there. And they get these engineering and science and physics. and The jobs that matter. You know, end up becoming doctors. <laughs> and then it's like, you know. That part of it we never see. Yeah. They're kind of like the undercurrent of this country. They're where building the infrastructure it's, it's like, for like every Our country is so white, yeah. black, and then Hispanics get a little bit. Yeah. But all those other cultures, they really don't get any love. But no. all they're doing is working hard, focusing on education, and really like doing a lot of the stuff that we don't want to do as Americans. Buying businesses. What, what we right. don't want to do as Americans, right. what we don't want to do, we don't want to do hard backbreaking labor. So we get Mexican immigrants, whether they they're legal that. or not, and other yeah. countries, right? Yeah. We don't want to really do hard science, technology, and engineering because that's just, that's just hard. And they pour back into nobody their wants to man. read nobody anymore. Wants to read. What we want to do, we want to get rich as quickly <laughs> Quick and, as and, and as easy as possible. So we can do a fantasy football. You could be a millionaire. <laughs> we want to be venture capitalists. <laughs> yes. We want to have some idea for an app that's going to make us a billionaire. Yeah. But yeah. we don't actually want to be able to build the app. We or feel do like the work. We've done our backbreaking it. labor. So it's like what, like as a country. Like, what are we really talking about? Like, yeah. a lot of the times this conversation gets, like, it gets hijacked by these people that say, oh, you know, Ahmed was discriminated against, which he was. Yeah. Or you get the far right that says, oh, you know, Barack Obama is a Muslim and you don't defend it. But, like, if it's a mu if you're a Muslim, that's like, that's, I mean, that's not an insult. Yeah. Like, that's just the way of life. And it's like nobody is actually saying, well, what are these people really doing when they come here? Yeah. Obviously, we don't have terrorists walking They're working. block. They're working. I, think they, I mean, uh, really, Just I think like they, they handled it all wrong, though. I mean, for one, like you said, the, the country is hypersensitive right now. But the first thing is, when I heard the story, the guy, the kid, Ahmed, he told this. He said why he brought it in. Right. He was in his first class with his engineer. He showed him. The the I was about to say the bomb. He showed him <laughs> the, the box. box. <laughs> right. You know Look I mean? at you. Yeah, right. yeah, you're so liberal. But keep going. Yeah, but he showed him the clock and you know, his professor was proud of him, but he did tell him, Don't show this to anybody else. Why was that? Because he knew what it looked like. And that's where the that's problem where starts okay. right there. But this is what you should have did. As a professor, if that's me, I would have said, you know, let me take a look at it. Let me look at it. You know, if he wants to impress him, let me take a look at it and see what else I could do to make it better. I would have just personally took it to the principal's office and said, hey, I don't know, but I'm just going to check this out. It's one of those things that you could have did. You could have handled it under wraps without even directly I think it goes, with the kid. I think it gets negative regardless because what I said was what you're saying, except yeah. no, I, let me just hold that for you today. Yeah. I mean, you brought it to show me, right? Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. No, just me. 
let me hold that for you today because if you're going to give it to them and say don't show anybody else, yeah. you've already, you already know that it's a problem. It's a problem. So I think mm-hmm. and they, and they should have they could have handled it under wraps. Like they have security, they could have had somebody take it somewhere or have somebody secretly come out. Take a look at it. If it was nothing wrong with it, it's no reason to put this guy in handcuffs or anything. This is how small – this small thing could change a lot. Like, mm-hmm. they, like they were saying – I forgot what I was listening to. Maybe the Breakfast Club where they were saying, now you planted a seed in this boy's head. You put him in jail. You interrogated him. They didn't allow him to have a lawyer, call his parents they didn't or call anything. His parents. That That's was, yeah, that was they, wrong. They treated him literally like a criminal, yeah. like a Like terrorist. an adult criminal. Like, yeah. Exactly. At and that, it's like you take uh, not only are you taking his innocence his, his innocence away he's already seeing shit that's happening with police and black people and police right. period then you go through this you already hear the stereotypes I'm sure his parents have talked to him about how they view Muslims you you didn't make it good for yourself see I don't think that's the thing though I don't think his father took responsibility for that because yeah. if you talk about that when he decides to take a motherboard yeah, a digital a digital yeah. display and yeah. a backpack those three things alone in my mind say bomb yeah. and I'm not being racist yeah, I'm with Ahmed whether you're white or, or black, whatever yeah, color, or black, whatever color or you yeah. see that in a backpack and your first reaction is what the is that yeah. Yeah. and why is that well, you, and, and you, can extent, extent, you can say fuck yeah, okay. and okay. to some extent you do have to you know you you do wonder I appreciate that he probably <laughs> at least got to be aware that yeah. this is where it's going to look to somebody. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, that's all I was going to say. I would mean, you send your son at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night? Would you send him to the corner store nowadays? With a hoodie no, on. With no. a hoodie on. No, I'm no. just saying that's yeah. the equivalent of this right. to me. Like you knew how that, this man. could yeah. go when you decided, you know what? Go ahead. It'll be fine, son. Yeah. September well, 11th. His, his dad, did his on the know, day. Like, no, yes, his dad knew he was going to school. It was on the day, too. On September 11th. Yeah. On September I, didn't, 11th. I, I didn't even pay attention to that until I heard it on so the radio. And I, and I was like, well, God damn. I didn't even realize that it was September 11th. I think I was driving damn. on September 11th. And I was on the phone with my homeboy. And it was like a bridge full of like white people with flags. And they were waving. And traffic was slowing down. I was oblivious to it being September 11. I was like, why the fuck is this so much traffic? Why the fuck right. these people up here with flags and shit? And he was like, nigga, maybe because it's September 11. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. So when I heard damn. them talk like about it on don't the news. Yeah, so it was like <laughs> when I heard about it on the news and they were like, he brought it, I was like, oh, okay. He probably was I'm going to kill him with this today. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to kill him. It's good. But it's a good but joke. It was just, but see, the problem, this is the big deal of it. Like, it could have been though regardless of how innocent he has proven to be in the examination if you look at it fully what if this was a partner crime it's not like when people do things they do them alone so he could have been the one say hey i'm bringing the clock somebody else was i have a bit i was just about to say this what if his dad what if the kid did think it was something innocent but his dad put something in it i'm so i can't yeah i still feel like they could have handled it differently the way they handled it was completely completely wrong despite of how it could have what it could have been and all of that kind of stuff you don't you don't arrest a kid, not call his parents, treat him like, you know, like he's somebody that's here to do harm, especially yeah. after you spend time trying to look into this and investigate what you figure out what it's not. Yeah. Right. It's not a bomb. Well, then, you know. And they said, they said, and, you know, they were like, oh, he had it in like a, a pencil box or something. Man, when they showed a picture of that shit, it looked like one of them top secret briefcases that you put a, a handcuff it around did. your wrist. It and did. A handcuff yeah. around it did. But it like, didn't. This ain't no, but the I mean, picture they showed. It had a motherboard and everything, yeah, that's, bro. That's the thing. So the picture looked even worse. It really did, The bro. picture, yeah. the motherboard wasn't in it. Yeah. So it looked like just whatever the little top piece was. Yeah. And then, of course, it had a little cord kind of hanging out the mm-hmm. side. And, and he said, the kid said that he had the cord hanging out the side of it. Uh, so that he so it wouldn't close and lock, 
But if, I mean, the little wire hanging out the First side looks all, worse. Where the fuck too. did he get a briefcase looking like that? I don't know, man. I'm Look, like, he who said he got it. Fixed, these old... He fixes his own go kart. Yeah, he fixes all that. That, was, shit, bro. that makes him special. The kid's very. In, he's got <laughs> he's a lot of ingenuity. Yeah. But very intelligent. I'll just say, I understand the suspicion. Execution. Is all off, and another thing, it make uh, they've been making Texas look really bad. Yeah, you know, I moved here last uh, September, yeah. and I swear there's been like four or five cases here. It's like racial. Well, this is some racist no, shit. It's like that here, though. I, one of my <laughs> friends is from up north, and we discussed shit. that Texas is very racist. It is the state itself. And you can say what you want to say, Abbott, my own. The nigga it in the wheelchair who allow people in on 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 college campuses to open carry had oh, an issue. Hell. Talking about some, oh, I think he even, I'm surprised he was like, you know, the police he handled it wrong. Out he spoke it. out, but I was still like, nigga, you allow people to carry guns on campus. That's a problem. That's a, no, they, a teacher that's shot himself already, right? I get emails, right? I get emails oh. at TCU shot on about open carry. And, uh, and our school at Bright is trying to, like, they're basically saying that, you know, here at Bright, we still have a no-gun policy. Right, it's a, pr- it's a but, private school. Right, so but, but that, TCU, yeah. I mean, is is following, I mean, it's the private Christian school. It's like, nah, we, yeah, 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 we finna be. Greg Abbott got me walking here. around. I campus. got my nine on me right now. Greg <laughs> Abbott got me walking around. I'm, call me whatever you want. Prejudice, whatever. He got me walking around on camp and watching white motherfuckers in 90-degree weather with trench coats on, sweating like they got to make a decision. I would do right it any now. fucking way, though. Asking the <laughs> question. <laughs> like, People got, got on the coat. Network. It's hot outside, my nigga. <laughs> the, even, my first, the first day of school, my psychology teacher was like, I, she's like, I know you guys are sitting at the back. Come down to the front. She's like, And she even said it. She's like, since Greg Abbott has opened this up, if you see anything weird, let us know. I be trying to sit at the back every fucking day. Right when I walk in, I'm looking for the white boy that look like he been picked on, whatever, <laughs> who just may just snap at any fucking minute. I know, and you go shake his hand and say, say, bro. Hey, bro, I it's all right you. today. I know, <laughs> like, hey, I'm I love friend, you, bro. You good? <laughs> you have any you problems? Good? Come to me. You straight my dog. Nobody <laughs> else talks to you. We can go get a drink We can go get a drink anytime. <laughs> you got gas? You need gas money? Honestly, <laughs> I was like that in the Air Force because there was a guy that we would pick on, and this dude was an avid gun collector. I mean, he had every gun in the book. Them, man. And I, at first, because he got on my nerves, but at first, I was kind of, but then I was like, man, I'm, I was like, hey. Be cool with that dude. Hey, let's let's grab drinks. Let's be friends. Like, I'm going to come over. <laughs> let's watch the game. I know you don't really like sports, but like, this is, you know, let's just yeah. do shit together. I got to do that. Come like, up yeah. to Boston. Let's, and you know, let's go out. out on the town, bro. And kick it. <laughs> I got I got to do with the bro. You I got to do like that in bro, my Spanish bro. class right now. Like you can tell when motherfuckers are like socially incompetent. Like they just yeah. can't. Like he's the type. If I walked in here right now and I was like, "Hey, bro, come on in." His name is uh, Logan. If I was like, "Come on in and sit down," he'd be like, "So, um, yeah, guys were having a party last night, and it was one thirty in the morning on a Monday. Why the fuck would they be having a party? How did you do on your Spanish test?" And I have my headset on, and I'm, he'd be like, brother, how, how are you doing with your Spanish? I'm doing all right. Ah, como esta? Uh, <laughs> like, that nigga is weird. But I listen to this motherfucker because he is the type that if you rub him the wrong way, he could come in that bitch and just lose it. <laughs> <laughs> and let it rip, bro. So motherfuckers like that, I don't fuck with him. I don't fuck with people acting crazy in traffic. You don't know what the fuck Dog, these people are I've going through. I'm him, stories You don't fuck with me in traffic. traffic. <laughs> you don't fuck with me. I will pull over. I will get out of your ass. That's how I, yeah. What was that shit about now? Well, I think that was, like, uh, don't that was my boy Ronnie. My boy Ronnie, somebody did something in traffic. He followed this motherfucker all the way home. Didn't he get a ticket or something for that? Followed the motherfucker all the way home with his gun, bro. Ronnie had his gun? Ronnie keeps a gun. 
See, and I followed I followed I somebody before that. I admit. Yeah. I didn't I have no either. gun, but I followed somebody before that cut me off. You followed my way home? Uh, no, uh, no, a couple At miles. A couple miles and I tried right? to make it seem like I was just going the same Set direction. The it was a little, little privileged <laughs> white girl. This was like, this was before. This was. Like, this shit, might have been in high school. Yeah. But a little white girl that just, you know, like she just owned the road. Oh. And y'all know, I talk about TCU campus. I can't stand people that feel like they just own <laughs> stuff. Man, she cut me off. And like, I'm just like, oh. So I followed, you know, for a couple, probably about a good mile. And I'm talking about like residential streets. Yeah. So I'm and making you know they turns. looking in that review. Oh, yeah. like because she was making turns real quick and I was turning and stuff. And then finally, <laughs> she got a little further. Uh, and then I just kind of pulled around her. You guys are bullies, man. I've had two. Inc- I had an incident last week where this guy, I was merging onto the interstate and I was behind the guy. You know, I try to avoid all that shit. So the windows on the work truck are like tenants, super dark. So, like, I was veering out behind him, and I was like, okay, this dude is moving slow. So, you know how you just go around somebody and get in the lane. So, I got in the lane. He's flickering his lights behind me. I guess he didn't like the shit. So, I'm like, okay, it's dark. It's in McKinney. So, he pulls up beside me, and, like, he's pointing like, you motherfucker. He just pointing. I was like, okay, he must can't see me. <laughs> I said, you know white folks are scared of black people. All I, I beat your ass. All, all, I did, all I did, bro, was <laughs> roll the window down. That nigga took off. <laughs> he saw I was black, and that motherfucker <laughs> <America> was gone. <laughs> Like, he peeled the fuck out, bro. <laughs> no bullshit. I saw another lady. This was a couple years ago when I was a little bit a little bit more crazy. I'm more, I have my sanity now. <laughs> this motherfucker was driving, cutting me off. I, I'm just going 65, bro. She just cutting me off, cutting me off. Windows was tinted real dark. I rolled the window down, and I just did like this. This, <laughs> this bitch literally, you know how when you merging on and it's grass before the rail? She drove off in the grass, bro. <laughs> Damn. I was like, white people are scared of us, man. They are, man. They fear the fuck out of us. Your average, your average yes. Caucasian that don't have very much interaction is. with black people just assumes that we're just violent. No, if you just... get somebody that are that that hangs out with a lot of black people, they won't, you know, they test you. They they they're, they're like, I don't care. They, you know, I'm coming after you too. Dog. I got. I have funny. a bad habit of of mugging people when. So if somebody does something stupid, yeah. and I drive, I can't not look over when I drive by. Like oh, yeah. I and I mean with a with a mug on my on my face like just you know I have to it's, I just feel like I'm obligated to I can't I can't keep my eyes straight when I drive by somebody. Well, you I'm got, like those Kermit memes. Like when they pay, when you pass somebody, you just gotta look over there. Like yeah, well, especially up, like if why you want to go forty in the front? You need to look at the road. You need that's the safe thing to do. <laughs> you know what they say on those texting commercials? Just one slight look off, you could be rear-ending and somebody. Done. So you you know, no I just give them one of these and I look straight ahead. <laughs> I give them the middle finger and, and I'm looking straight ahead. That's the safe thing to do. I wanted to also, act like you're a stewhead. Yeah, <laughs> I also wanted to like I, I forgot where I was watching. I heard this song, but we wanted to talk about like affirmative, affirmative action and how it also benefits white people. Because you know, a lot of white people think it only benefits black people. And I was reading something, and it was like the affirmative action law was uh, created to help minorities and women. Mm-hmm. So the argument was, who are those women? Because minorities are they're men and women. So the argument was when they say women, they were talking about white women because yeah. as long as it goes back in history, they women period, especially white women back in the day, they didn't want to hear what they had to say. Mm-hmm. They didn't want them to think. So it also benefits. I don't want my woman like, to think. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm bullshit. This is the women in the room. I know they wasn't gonna like that one at all. Like what I know, the fuck I know. You talking about? Versus saying the N word. Yeah, it was all bad. bad about hey, women. Is right. We'll be calling them a female N word. Yeah. Sound like Donald Trump. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> so I was like, you know, it, it it that's what it is, bro. Because I, I know 
I heard this lady talking about, um, she was saying how, oh, you know, women I, in school, they never want to talk about blacks. Right. But they were, you know, she was like, you know, women never got paid the same wages. Right. And even today, I think only 68% of women get paid 40% or 60% of what men make now. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, shit, it's probably lower than that for black people. Exactly. And in that's what people world, don't often talk about. I mean, even when, they, when people talk about women's rights and they talk about feminism, that you that means white feminism exactly usually, because white women you know when they started getting suffrage and all that stuff people are okay so when suffrage came along what year was that do you remember Chris when when Y'all women got votes because I don't well when women got the they right were still Jim Crow 30s, was still was, was still in thirties forties right 30s, so 40s. so okay now women women couldn't vote. Women can vote now, but black women still can't. Black people mm-hmm. can't vote. They're so three fourths of a know, person. Yeah. Exactly. So so black uh, black women have been on the bottom of, it, and there's statistics that show that exactly. that that white women might make this you know amount on the dollar to men, but then you've got black women that are but far, far below, below that. that, and and uh, women of Latin descent yeah. as well. I actually, I take a class as race, gender, and media, and we discuss these right here, and, and we actually labeled. I mean, what do we do? We rate it from the top to the bottom pay scales. Starts with white men, and then right after that, it's not even white women. It's another race of men yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I want to say, like, uh, it was Asians or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like Chinese or Japanese mm-hmm. men that go get their checks. Yeah. And then wherever <laughs> it is, just know that if you lesbian, a black woman, and yeah. uh, what else is there? If you lesbian, let's just say you lesbian and a black woman. You fucked. In life, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In life, you ain't got nowhere to go. Yeah. There, but when really they do that, life. I was just like, affirmative action has worked out so many laws and rules for everybody, mm-hmm. not just blacks. And like, um, I was talking to Christian the other day, and he was telling me about one of his friends. You can tell the yeah, story because you probably you know. So one of my buddies, he's a Hispanic young man. I used to be in the Air Force, so he's still in, and uh, he's getting his master's in statistics. And he got a 4.0 on a test crazy. or something like, or shit. he got a 4.0 for the semester in statistics, which is really hard. Yeah. Right? Hell yeah, uh, hell yeah. So he was, they were visiting Washington for something. They had some conference, and so he was in the lobby of the, uh, having drinks, and it was the, the lieutenant colonel who uh, is a white guy. It was another student captain. Um, he's a blonde haired, blue eyed white guy, and then a female Devils. Uh, civilian who is no. <laughs> Who is a, a white girl, and so to make a long story short, they were there, and then they started talking about the PhD program that the Air Force will fund you for if you've done well in that master's program. Yeah. So the white guy was like, "Hey, you thinking about doing the PhD program, right?" That's after congratulating for getting a four zero. Yeah. He was like, uh, "You know, I don't know. I was thinking about it, but you know, I don't know. I know there's a lot of commitment." And he was like, "Well, if you did, you'd get right in. You're a minority. They just give it out to minorities." He just went on this rant. I have it so hard. I'm blonde haired, blue eyed, white guy. Everything's set up against me. I, I, I might as well. And then, so, so right, so he goes on this minority, somewhat minority bashing rant, and the white lieutenant colonel doesn't step in and say, hey, that's unprofessional. We don't need it. But then there's the woman was there. He looks at her. He's like, and don't get me started on women. I should just get implants and get a, get a fucking, you know, dick job. job yeah. And then I would definitely get everything because women get everything. And it was just like, then the guy steps in and says, cut it out. Like, you're not going to talk about this. That's not right. Like, don't talk about women like that. But he can say whatever the fuck he wants to say but about But with people, the minority yeah. thing, so the guy, he was like, well, how should I have reacted to that? Should I say something? I was just like, you know, what you have to understand is many of his peers in the white community feel that way. Yeah. That they have it harder than we do just because they have some programs. 
And I had a good buddy when I was in the Air Force. He was a pretty conservative dude. He told me white people were discriminated against more than black people. And, and his argument was, <laughs> for the simple purpose of reason for being black, you shouldn't get affirmative action. And I agree with him somewhat. Yeah, it yeah. should be class-based. Just right? because you're a certain color doesn't mean we right, owe Right, because you if you're Bryant Gumbel's son, you're going to have more opportunity than this middle-class white person. Yeah. Right? You're going to... And, and there's some validity to that, but yeah. even within that, it's like if you're a middle class or lower middle class white person and you're getting the same affirmative action as this black person, you're still going to get chosen over him for different situations and yeah. opportunities. And it can be even based on merit. You could be under him, but they're going to still choose you. Yeah. And, and to build on that, um, think about it like this. You've got 10 jobs, nine of which uh, white men have Yeah, just because. The tenth one, affirmative action says, okay, we need to seriously consider somebody that's not white for this position. So you have white people that will get mad, and I'm not saying all of them, but yeah. s but like you said, there's, there is a culture among white people that are vehemently opposed to affirmative action because it's merely an intentional attempt to try to diversify, you know, what things look like. Yeah. Um, without acknowledging the nine jobs that are secured they look at the one and say, oh, well, this one shouldn't be given to them or this scholarship shouldn't exist yeah. because just because they're black or it just because be they're based, But be let me tell you, right. yeah. but, but it isn't but the other nine, nine jobs, jobs are already yeah. secured because they were yeah. given to this person by their yeah. daddy who owns. I mean, so yeah. the plethora of opportunities out there, yeah. you know, you talk about affirmative action, just trying to create some situations for people who may not look white. This is how privileged white folks are. You're so goddamn privileged. You don't need nobody, nobody to make a exactly. motherfucking Exactly. That's, that's the point. In this you country, you need, do not. Yeah. In you an do not need, need a motherfucking program action to be made for you. Intentional efforts to try yes. to make sure that they're paying attention. It's not. They're not just gonna go. If you're double qualified to the next black person, they're not just gonna go and just hire a black no. dude. No, that's not to how To sacrifice goes. the business, but affirmative no. action does say. Okay, we need to make sure that we're, not, we're being intentional about including resumes yes. that you know that kind of thing. Yes. They're still gonna pick the best candidates, or if they're or if they're close and they need a black person, fine, they may pick the black yeah. person. Yeah. But that's because the majority of other opportunities out there are already secured by yeah. white people. But that's where you're moving from racism to classism, classism. Which and is then that's what they say. I'm poor. About. Hey, you're poor, bro. So am I. But the difference is that I'm poor and I'm black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I move a little lower than you do. But right. you can still go right in and get a nice little decent job and nobody's gonna bother nobody you so much you may not get that ceo job because like you said there's nine positions feeling you're not quite as right. good as those people right and then you're really not as good as that one black person that is qualified to get that position yeah. so that's kind of you and that's the thing that you know because you know, i know a, a lot of white dudes but they have a hard time grasping it and accepting and these are sometimes my people i would say are my friends <clears throat> they have a hard time accepting that there is actually a black person that who's has cool, more merit. That's who's qualified. qualified. Yeah. Who's more qualified. That is Bro, smarter. Is better for the job yes. than them. And that doesn't. They. They, they don't. It's like hard it. for them like, to dude, accept. Dude, do you see his nose? It's a big black nose. It can't be attached to a brain. <laughs> right. It's like what is going on? Or even like with a woman, yeah. like they cannot fathom. Right. That that they're actually more qualified than them. I had a buddy. Uh, he got a job with Price Waterhouse Cooper as a tech consultant, right? And I had another buddy that went for the same job, a white dude. He didn't get it. We were both transitioned from the Air Force at the same time. He said, yeah, they, they, they had a minority hiring uh, initiative. I think that's yeah. probably why you got it and I didn't. 
He like, said it to the guy? To he you? said it to my buddy, to Chuck. Said, and we, we all Guess what? Football together. Unfriend me right now. <laughs> so go to Facebook, like go to Twitter. It, like, it couldn't have been that Chuck had a more solid resume than you? <laughs> right. yeah. it, that's out of the question, though. Just like you said, like it's not even a thought. It's not even a consideration. And, you know, the fact that you're know, looking at the nine jobs versus the one, the ten total – there's there's black people or Asian or Hispanic or whatever that are more qualified than some of these people that already have these positions. Let's not even talk about CEOs that might get handed these companies yeah. by, you know, not qualified for it, but just related you know, to the right related person to somebody or, or, you know, whatever. I mean, Chuck, in fact, we were talking about Donald Trump Chuck last night. Professionally. Donald Trump is a billionaire. He really does. And people assume that he just he. Yeah, he made. He made a lot into a lot more. Yeah, yeah but like he Donald Trump started at hundreds of millions. Yeah, yeah. grandfather started. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. his, he comes from a lineage where he had he he had something to start with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we could talk about the comp, the positions he holds and the and the number of people, black, white, Mexican, anything that yeah. are more qualified to hold that position, but they don't hold that position. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that makes sense, man. Um, I was asked this week. Do black men fear white people? Not at fucking all. Oh. And if you yes, don't, I do. Oh man, I'm afraid of them. Uh. I don't fear them. You're damn, they're white. I respect. <laughs> no, I know you're you're there. Look, the yeah. yellow's like, in the room. Yeah, say he yeah. fear white people. Okay, look. No, man, I, I, I'm not a. Y'all are colorists. them, but I respect them. No, we, res- <laughs> we you can respect them, but you don't have to fear them at all, though. When I'm afraid of them. Within what context? <laughs> just, just, like, not to be funny, the way, and it's a two-part question. I'm going to give you the second part after okay. we discuss this. But <laughs> she was asking, you know, she's like, do you guys fear white people in the aspect of, like, how they fear us? I said no, because when white people, Ooh. every day that I'm walking around, bro, I can see a white person. I have... I'm within the offices that I go to. I, you know, I have a few white homegirls and white homeboys I can and talk to. And you have to. tattoos. Yeah, and I tell them I'll be like, when I'm walking down the hall and I see a white person, like especially white women and especially white men, you can see them from a distance, like looking at you. And then, like when you look up, they look off for their. They'll literally stare at the ground or the wall until so they walk not by. Look, and a lot of times I'll just, and a lot of times I'll be like, hey, how you doing? And I, you know, they're like, oh, I'm doing fine. And it's like. Motherfucker, I'm not gonna bite you, rob you. <laughs> then take they get on the cell phone. Hey, babe, a black dude just spoke to me. Is it cool or not? Yeah, Is that okay? <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of weird fucking white people that fear us for. And and I've even asked people, what, what like some white people, why do you fear? And then you know, of course, a lot of the shit. The first thing I ask, <coughs> do you? I don't know if y'all heard that. That is not us. <laughs> Somebody singing Negro Spirits. <laughs> no, it took goes me, over took there. Took me to the fucking hey, yeah. 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 What the We fuck? got rights now. We yeah. ain't barefoot no guy. We <laughs> <laughs> ain't got to sing uh, Bring Me Home with the Jesus. Hell no. Nah, that shit I want to get out. free. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we laying hands too? Nigga? Yeah. <laughs> but it was just like for me, I, my whole thing is like I don't fear white people because I've interacted with the white people to understand that not all white people are the same whether they're right. racist whether whatever a lot of the white people that i've asked when i ask them why are why do you fear them is it something that you've seen off television or you have you directly experienced a black person robbing you this shit is fucking throwing me off are they <laughs> just be quiet for two seconds let's see if the, can the y'all hear this but, uh, hallelujah <laughs> dog this is look at monica <laughs> Pizza's here. It's like uh, when you're trying to you're trying to beat off and your dog is looking at you through the window. <laughs> it's just, no, I just can't get it. Yeah, oh, get out of here! It's judgmental son of a bitch. Don't you judge me? The pizza is in the studio. Yeah. 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 
I use the faces of urine, then do the same at your funeral. Piss in your grave, 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 piss in your grave. This one here for the executives. Fuck you and all of your relatives. Piss in your grave, piss in your grave, piss in your grave, piss in your grave. Pissing your grave. Oh, thank you, Monica, Neither for the pizza. Papa John's. It's what we needed in our system. Hey, hey, garlic into that. dipping sauce, too? Boy. Yes. <laughs> I shouldn't eat as much cheese as I just ate. <laughs> oh, you like Tony Tolerant, too? My I'm pretty sure all black people. It ain't going to hit us until the show ends, though. My... My my stomach processes quickly. Oh yeah, right, so we may need uh, a break. break. Her too. Like, selfish of you. I have a lot of motherfucker workers in my stomach, like a conveyor belt. It is on the move. Oh, y'all get will, this cheese going. Yeah, get this cheese going. Yeah. Yo, we gotta go. It is. It's there. Before we left, we were talking about um, do we fear white people, and you know, a question that one of the listeners asked. And the second half, well, you know what? Yeah, let me. Well, let never, me. I never answered. But, 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 yeah, delivered. <laughs> I never answered that question. Uh, so the part that they were saying was, you know, we don't, you know, how we were saying, most of us were saying, we, well, you know, we don't fear white people, but we were like, we kind of understand white people fearing black people because we just kind of threw out the scenario. All of us was like, you know, if we walked over. Let's just say we we're in the hood and we walk up to a, 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 a beauty supply store, and it's like ten niggas chilling, sitting on cars, smoking a cigarette, they just chopping it up. We both, all of us said pretty much we, we're not scared, but we do feel uneasy. What do we? For yourself, I'm scared of them niggas. <laughs> I'm going to make sure my nose is locked. I'm scared of them niggas. When, when I, I go in there, like, I'm walking down, down the street in a hoodie. I'm like, Mark, he was like, look, but I'm just going to be Walk real. Walk across the street. The same way I feel about a guy in a, in a, in a leather vest with tattoos all over the place. A white guy with a bald head. I'm gonna be like, all right. I'm scared of him too. I'm scared of somebody. But is it based kids. off? But is it based off what you've seen on television, or like I ask white people, or is it an actual interaction? I know black people. Life, life. I know. Nah, I don't say that. I got to the suburbs. For me, for me, because most kidding. cases you I'm walk up to a beauty okay, salon okay, and be like, okay, "What's okay. happening, man?" I know you go to the barbershop and have a good time. But if they can tell you up in there, you walking all tight, booty and stuff, you can smell that a mile away. You can smell a mile away. You can smell the Then they gonna say something. No, I, <laughs> so scary. You know, tongue in cheek, right? I'm not really scared no, of no, black people, but, but in different no. environments, like you just described, you'd be like, some I things register. Go stay on the other side of the You're street. cognizant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna walk through the middle of these motherfuckers. I'm gonna walk around the other car, and get, I'm not just gonna walk right through them. And yeah. that's safety, though. I don't give a damn. Black, yeah. white, orange, or purple. Yeah. Like, hey. but we were saying, like, with that being the case, is black men feeling and thinking that way? What? Just imagine a white dude. That has I, I, no I've familiarity seen with white this. motherfuckers drive up to a place. But here's the thing, though. White dudes ain't going to be walking up to that beauty salon where it's 10 niggas. But no, it's not. Out. But, but, they'll, but go, it's they'll, us, they'll go somewhere else. And we're, and we're in uh, uh, an establishment and say... They're gonna be a little scared. Of Dog, what does a white person need from a beauty supply? Well, I'm not. Well, let's just pick. A, let's just true. But let's pick a different Extensions. place. I've seen. I've seen white motherfuckers walk up to. Let's just say like a subway. I've seen white motherfuckers walk up and probably. I don't know what they were thinking, but I do know what they were thinking because I don't want to stereotype. But I'm sure they were like, "It's about eight niggas in here. I don't see no other white folks at this subway. I'm gonna go to another. I want to make it out of here with my I've sandwich. I've seen today. niggas get, get. You ain't forgot your keys. I've seen them get out of the car, walk up to the door. 
and then they walk back. Realize, you know what? They I want Subway. Now it's she said that, like, there, there is a difference because it is. If bro. I yeah, at TCU, I I walk through through a group of twenty white boys and won't think twice about yeah. it and yeah. and be like you a know safe place. And in my mind, even in the back of my mind, I'm like, if something did jump off, I'm, a I'm pretty confident ass. to whoop all. Oh, yeah. hey, I'm gonna <laughs> fuck up two of y'all. Two of y'all is gonna get hell from it. I'm telling you that now. Boys will whoop your ass now. It might be open carrying too, so you know. Hey, you might want to be talking all that strong. Let me tell y'all why I am afraid of white uh, men. Okay. Not on a personal level, like, you know, walking down the street. But if, like, I'm afraid of what what white men, some white men that are are rich and powerful can do with that power. They can wipe out a whole community if they want to. Like, that that is, I'm afraid at the prospect that, first of all, Donald Trump has so many supporters. Second of all. Tom Brady. If he, yeah, <laughs> Tom Brady came out. And yeah. He's supportive he's supportive of Donald Trump. Trump. If you didn't, I didn't know. even see that. No, yeah. yeah, but okay. So that Brady's that like that makes me afraid because I'm like Stuhead. I can see these cats. <laughs> he he get he win the election and he got a party at the White House and it's just nothing but powerful rich white dudes. That's yeah, just like that's what it's you been, should be worried. What I'm saying, you should be, we're about I'm to saying. take our country back. That's that kind of yeah, that whole we take our country back rhetoric scares me. Man, and that that I, I I agree with you on that note. Like you get them all in one place talking about us. I feel you like you should right. be afraid. Right. Without, let's just take be. guns out of the equation. I've told I, I've told Artizi before. Like I'm kind of like Gary said. If a if I'm up, I don't give a fuck if a white dude is six eight. I feel like it's some kind of human <laughs> strength. <laughs> it's like some kind of power will come in me to where I'm like. For all this is for all my ancestors. I will not lose this <laughs> motherfucker. You know what? I not pick with these arms, no. like nigga. I just feel like it's a super strength. Though I've only had two altercations with white dudes, and I won both. And I've told the story several times where it was like in high school, it was one white dude. He was offensive lineman, like six four. I'm only like five nine and a half, if that. So in high school, I was probably like five seven. I fucked this nigga up for calling me monkey. And oh, I was and suspended you for have. a week. You should have fucked him up. Nothing, bro. I have so much rage inside of me. I'm scared to fight somebody. And if it's a white dude, it's human. It's I'm telling you, you know, I'm I think it, Eric is it I think it comes back down to reasons for fighting, though. If if a yeah. person called you a monkey or oh, any yeah. of that other shit, you, that you shit was fighting with bro. some extra, mm-hmm. like nigga, I'm yeah. snapping braids out, and I'm trying to bite ears off. It's it's it's, like, it's, it's monkey, a whole bro? nother. I try. I don't like fighting. Period, because I feel like it gets you nowhere to a certain extent. I feel like you should only fight a lot of times when it's like a, a literally like disrespect, like. A nigga slap you, or he say something not like, and he or he says anything like something derogatory. Like, like damn, your bitch fine. No, nah, I won't even. Yeah, yeah, but if somebody disrespects your woman yeah. physically, physically, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's just, like we talked about at the live me. event yeah. when when old girl was saying, "Oh, so you'll just let him say something." You can't do that. But and I'm the same way. Like if somebody say she's fine, cool. But if you grab her on her arm, I'll be like, "Fuck you, bitch." Or then it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nigga, it's a problem. Yeah. Why would you be reaching for my woman's hind parts at all? Hind parts, just disrespectful. Like <laughs> right? Yeah. Hind parts. Now, I did that, bro. So let me let me ask this question. I wonder is it a class thing? Because like you know when we when we talk about are you afraid of a white dude or if you you encounter the white dude you you know you pray feel like you whoop him but i'm sure the image we got in our mind is probably somewhat of a well-to-do white dude you know some business corporate dude what if it was the you know the the biker skinhead man you know, six said, i feel like it's some hey yeah like dude. somebody for whatever looks, reason it, it's, it's gonna come back down play. to my reason yeah. like if he's just here for an intimidation factor like you know what i'm big i'm white and you little and you black fuck you <laughs> all right bro <laughs> Like I don't have nothing to so I you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I don't, but if you But if it's you, a disrespect of like I'm talking just levels of this disrespect of ancestry I'm talking disrespecting the, the black fear part. Just like fear. I don't have no fear, fear bro. Fear. Nah, I'm, I'm I, a, I told Artesia, bro. I met Christian last year. 
<clears throat> around this time. And me and Christian talked. We exchanged numbers. He invited me out to the house, and I didn't go. I think when we first met the second time, you came to my Christmas party. And our teacher was like, why don't you go over there? I was like, I don't really know this dude. And for people who don't know Christian, he's about, what, about 6'3"? Big dude. Yeah, I'm 6'3". 6'1"? 6'1". But he's bigger than me. And she was like, why are you not going over there? I said, I don't know this guy. I said, what if I go over there and he don't, you know, he rubbed me the wrong way or something? Yeah, like I he said, forcibly I, gay I, or something. I one of them, uh, yeah. in one of them uh, Bill Cosby yeah. robes. I told, and I told her, I said, <laughs> I would no, have to, With no drawers yeah. on. I told her, I said, I don't know this dude. I said, I'm going to have to fuck this dude up. She's like, you think you can beat up everybody? I said, that's my mindset. I know I can. It got to be. But it my mindset, and I even told Christian, we was talking, he's like, you never came. But I said, man, I didn't know if you was gay. I didn't know nothing about you. I was <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't. I was trying to have a loaf. Yeah, I said, I ain't know if I said, I ain't know. If I was going to fuck you up, bro. Hey. <laughs> on, oh, man. Man. I thought it was going to be people. I thought I was talking like the lady of a boomerang. Yeah. You just got Come on. Yes. Come on in. Everybody else late. But come on in. Come on in, man. They'll be here after a while. Go <laughs> get you a mock. Lace on, motherfucker. <laughs> so, but that's just me, bro. Like, I, I skinhead or not, man. I, bro, I just my mindset is like it's just like with with sports. When you stepped yeah. on the field, you you uh, got to yeah, feel like right. I'm the best dude out here. Right. I'm the best dude out here. Even if you faster than for me, for your family I, and every yeah, reason, I'm, you I'm, need to believe yeah, in yourself. I'm and usually, if you think that, that you're gonna end it comes up playing out in some like kind that, of way. Like yeah. if you if you know you can whoop somebody, you probably gonna end up whooping them. Yeah, you know? it just it just comes out in that way, man. Um, that's that's just me. I want to talk about too. You guys, uh, I was telling you before the show. I don't know where it was. I don't know if it was in Texas, but it, I'm going to say Hispanic just to give white people a break today because we've been on him. It was a Hispanic boy and a black guy fighting. It was a video of it. And honestly, the Hispanic guy was getting the best of the black kid. And he put the black kid in a headlock. And by the time the police got there, the black guy is in the fucking headlock, but the police still tased the black dude. Because he must have been the aggressor, obviously. He no, was the aggressor. the police knew that even though he was in the headlock, he was finna body slam that boy <laughs> to death. He's gonna get out of there. So they, on they his name tag is what we say. I'm finna drop this boy on the back of his skull. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but if you watch it, bro, he tased the shit out of him, man. Like, you heard it go. It was like, suck, like it sucked into that nigga's skin, and he just gave up everything. But it was like fucked up because I was like, damn, he didn't tase both of them. Then he just told the Hispanic dude, he's like, roll over. You know what I'm saying? He left the black guy there laying on his back, like shaking like a motherfucker. And I was like, is this one of those things where you look at race? Because race is a part of everything these yes, days? Yes, or? I do. Look, I saw another video where this. Was it a big Hispanic dude in a white shirt that you saw? Or yeah, you no, he had like a hoodie on. Like a, okay, no, like look, a blue hoodie. I saw another video. This was right in front of the police station. And this big Mexican dude, you saw that? Yeah, and these these dudes is fighting, and, and, and the Mexican dude, Spanish dudes, looked like he was the aggressor in the video. Yeah. The black dude wouldn't leave, and he kept fighting. The police run up, they lay him down immediately, cuff him up, and they walk up to the Spanish dude. So what's going on? Are you okay? We're all and he gone, was bro. beating the tar. I'm not saying the black dude was just losing, yeah. but I'm saying they were both very involved in this fight. But the black dude was out in two seconds. He was on cuffs and on his stomach. And the white and the Mexican dude, and they just stand there like, so what's going on? Are we okay here? You want to go home? How's it going to work? It's proven if they pull, it's proven if me and Gary's driving around and they pull us over, they going to ask if Gary's okay. Because they're going to ask. He's bright skinned. They're going to ask if Gary's okay. Sir, are you okay? Hashtag team light skin. It depends on on how I'm feeling that day and what I'm wearing that day. Because if I'm. Nah, yeah, yeah, what the fuck what you wearing got to do with it? Man, nah, hell nah. Because if I look up to them like a thug. 
then they gonna they gonna assume that I'm riding riding with you. Gonna say, you, 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 you do have weight. You know you carry yourself as a reverend. Yeah, <laughs> not all. But what is a, how does a reverend carry themselves? Yeah, you putting yourself on to be reverenced. Uh, <laughs> usually yeah. they have on either uh, suit. Or a robe, and uh, well, that's they have a man. Bible yeah. in there. But Garrett, 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 I'm on the better. I'm on the better. I'm better. And I'm on the have a few rings on, maybe. I'm one of the reverends. You gonna reverence me because I whoop your ass, not because. And if Gary did have a robe on, he the type of nigga with nothing on under that motherfucker. You damn right. On the pool pants, naked. Ain't nothing wrong with going commando. With some good, with some nice shoes. Look, I'd even, I even cut the bottom half of some some slacks and just put them around my right leg and make it look at like the bottom of the robe like I got pants on. He's over there <laughs> Elastic, like He's it's hot under this hair, man. Shit. <laughs> you know them old black churches. You probably would want to wear nothing under that. How does yeah, do? And you know it get crunky. Right? AC don't work. They in there hollering, and turning the up, dancing all over the place. Depending on how, depending, depending on how old the church is, the pews smell like ass. Sanctuary, literally. I've been to a couple churches where the pews smell like ass. Like, <laughs> yeah. they need to turn that bitch down and rebuild that motherfucker. <laughs> it requires a budget. Yeah. And right. not everybody are tied to even talk about church. black churches and budgets. Yeah, we know what I'm saying. <laughs> whoa, 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 what was this Let's not oh, talk about black people and money right now. They got tased. Yeah, I mean, I was, we get. I was trying like to I find said, it. We know what it is, man. I saw it on Facebook. I don't know. Well, the you know, tag. It is what it is. Yeah, I just want to do. What do you do? What do we do about it? What do we do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, like you, know you said, we, we already know do? what it is. Let's like we acknowledge it. The shit happens every day. Continue. Yeah. What do you do? What no, do you do? Y'all because seen the one video of the black dude getting tased where he was uh, had an altercation with the lady, and the cop tased him and he just took it. He was like. I'll get you, bitch. <laughs> and then he was still standing up. He didn't fall or nothing. He just took that. Say <laughs> some of it, like you said, that superhero. Yeah, it just kicks in. Slave strength kicks in. It, just it, it kicks in, man. You know what? Look, there's really nothing to do about what it. Do you, you know, trying to get to what you to we ask your question because the only thing that I can think of is to become just as violent. That's the only way I know how to go. I know. I'm saying I think like Malcolm X do. If you put your hands on me, I'm putting my hands on you. I'm not Dr. King well, in this thing. I'm not saying taking him and holding him. That thought pressure, you're gonna get shot. And that's how I feel. I'm so, just gonna be honest. So with the answers, that's what, not smart. What are the other answers? What you say? Like I yeah, don't see right. an answer. At to the end it. of the day, like if you answer. get mistreated, not very you get many, mistreated. Many hopefully options. somebody got that motherfucker on tape. Yeah. But hopefully you <laughs> acted in a way that would not uh, allow not for some type you. of aggressive <laughs> advance. Look, if I was in a fight on the road, I probably need to have my ass tased because I don't need to be fighting in public. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I just don't, don't need fight. to be yeah. fighting in public. Yeah, I don't want to. So you probably should tase my ass. Have you y'all seen I mean? that video, buddy? Don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me. Them <laughs> tase, dog. I ain't you got to look that up. That is too funny. Look, what, y'all, there you go the one with the black dude. Nigga didn't have nothing to do with it. Is this the one where you said he kept on? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we can, they can hear it or what. Uh, uh, I think they can. Okay. Taser, taser. He took it. With a with a cigarette, with a cigarette, little bitch. But look, it, it, they had to realize like it took them two seconds. Like this shit is not working. We it's not working. We can detect him. He, he actually looked like he got on. Like what is the the janitor? Uh, yeah, because his shirt his shirt was open. No, that again, that's his suit. It hit him, him in his skin, no, didn't it? In his got, chest. Yeah, it didn't hit him right in the chest, right? 
He gained his self. I'm going to get you, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. He got He's about walk. to just sit down, though. Yeah, it looked like was. he was about he to was. sit down. And then oh, they yeah. tackled him. And they him. tackled him. He like, yeah, bitch, you come close to me, I'm ripping something off of you. Oh, my God. That nigga took that shit. What is it? I'm coveralls is that what it's called when you got like you know when you go like working um yeah that's what it is yeah it's like, like that's what it looks yeah, yeah it looked oh, like okay. he done ripped out that shit though <laughs> and he looked like the type of black person man that you just don't, don't fuck with like because he don't he don't, he don't, he don't, he don't give a shit if about a nigga life. got an unsmoked cigarette that means he and with tooth missing in the and, front look, and that know. nigga look at you he gained his he had to gain his composure when he got in that motherfucker said he said this shit ain't over with. <laughs> this shit is not over and with. And he didn't lay down. No, he didn't. He, he was didn't about lay to take down. a seat. Yeah, he was like, I'm chilling. If y'all wouldn't have tased me, I would have just sat and they down. They tackled his ass, bro. But no, you gotta, I mean, you got to tackle him at that point. You should have sat down when he asked you to. Yeah. <laughs> so I know we all heard about Israel uh, Gutierrez, the ESPN anchor, coming out saying, um, I think it was like a week and a half ago, he basically came out saying he's gay. My R- thought R.I.P. Israel. Yeah. His career? No, it's not, bro. No, it's not, not, not in media. It, not, and not, and not in ESPN, bro. ESPN promoted Caitlyn Jenner, and they promoted exactly. Michael Sam, and they promoted Michael Sam. And he's ESPN not, knows not. that if they if, if they, they if they're they fucked, crept on him, they're fucked publicly. Then no, yeah, no, yeah. no, like you said, like you say, not right away. I'm not gonna sit here and say that they want. I think that they'll use him up in Ander, their face. Anderson and Cooper is out. That's true. And uh, he's you know, amazing. Uh, Don Lemon is out. Lemon Anderson out. Cooper is a blue-eyed, blonde-haired Don black Lemon guy. Don Lemon is a black guy. He's yeah, out. No, but who? He gonna be Don, Don Lemon, Lemon, the yeah, other yeah, guy. That's Don Don Lemon he gonna, he gonna be all right, bro. Anderson, no, 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 I'm talking about oh, yeah, Israel. Israel. He gonna be all right, bro. But my whole point of bringing it up is like, oh, I knew he was. I knew. I forgot who he's talking about. They do one lipstick. Yeah, he been gay. He been gay, bro. I mean, you can look him up. He's uh, been. Who cares? If you, that's what I'm saying. That's, what I'm saying. that's my point. He's been gay. We that's that. my point. Why always have to announce that you're gay? You don't. I mean, it's like coming out saying, hey, I'm a heterosexual. I like to fuck girls. Yeah. No. I, I like fat asses and titties. Somebody's going to be like, who the fuck cares? And we by the way, you. amen to that. I do too. <laughs> but it's like, look at his eye. You can tell he's gay, bro. Yeah, I'm saying, if you look at him, his eyebrows are fleeked. Yes. Not arched, they're Fleet. fleeked. They better he than girls, bro. Well, well, you know, that's Look kind of at a, the that's lips. A, that's a Puerto Rican thing. And he has on foundation. He has on foundation. That's right. Right. Oh, foundation. Puerto Rican yeah. Thing. And yeah, in Hispanics, I've been seeing more of it. But he just his mannerisms to me when I saw him, I was like, he's gay. But I never, I didn't even give a shit. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Because he, he's still good at his job. He's and when very he, when good he, at his job. What is the show that they come on where you where they compete like they debate for points? Around, uh, around the horn, the horn. Yes. The horn. He's, he's there. He's, he's very he's like good. Top three or four every yes, time. Yes, he's very good at his Bro, job. Bro, if you're good so. at your job. It, I don't think it matters. I mean, I get announcing it because before he announced it, I never saw a picture of his his his, his fiance. Yeah. Uh, is that what I would call him? His partner. Yeah, his partner. I apologize. I would think. Yeah, because anybody fiance. No, fiance. No, fiance yeah. says that, that that's the feminine connotation of a spouse. Yeah. So it's not his fiance. I see. It would oh, be his fiance. Because, because, because even if you're a woman and engaged to a man, yeah, it's a fiance. It's a fiance. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. So, uh, okay. So, not a fiance. I think that's a better term. That's a good one. Fiance. That's my fiance. That's a better term. Fiance. So he's going to fiance. Trademark. I never saw him until he came out and said he was. Then you started seeing pictures like he wasn't in, on any of his social media, not in the background no, or anything. So I, I understand exactly. Yeah. So I understand him coming out for that. You know, from I that think it's probably more about his partner. Yeah, though. you know what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, because I mean, true, he's true. sitting there, he's living a life. He's on ESPN, and you see people getting married and having kids who work for ESPN. They bring their kids on and they bring their spouses on. But you got to be in the dark all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I tell fair. people all the time, I may mm-hmm. not agree with your lifestyle because I may not live that lifestyle. But, man, I got the utmost respect for gays, whatever. I don't give a fuck. 
I mean, I don't give a shit. Long as you're not trying to push, it's like religion. Long as you ain't trying to push your shit on me, yep. I don't give a fuck. Do you? Or in you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this nigga here. Hey. Bitch, <laughs> no, anything he got. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I didn't see that coming. Shit. Like I mean, coming I should have. I should have known he was finna say that. As Chris, dude, was wide open for that. No one having homosexual friends, they would have been mad at me if I didn't say that. Joke. Yeah, you're right. They'd be like, "He's treating us different." I'm gonna treat you, <laughs> treat you the same. Cause see, I'm like you with that though, Anthony. Like, as long as you're not coming at me, like, don't disrespect my heterosexuality. Cool. And we don't have any problems, bro. Cause I'm in classes with with gay men every day, and yeah. I've talked to them. We can have conversations. What kind like, of class bro, is this? Huh. Bro, I'm not. I am what, not what homophobic kind of, what in the least bit. This, like, bro? I'm not homophobic in the least bit. No homo. I'm not gay either. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm not homophobic though. Like, yeah. because there's a freedom of choice out here yeah. that I do believe in. That we all have the freedom to be who yeah. we want to be. But the shit is getting confusing. I'll like we talked to it over well, break. Well, I'll tell you here's two things to address that. One, the most homophobic demographic is probably black dudes. Yes, mm-hmm. that's probably the most. But two, I don't even know. Like, it's not even just gay. It's not lesbian. No, what did you say you had? Transgender and pan- you had panacea, pan- pan-cinder. pansexual, a pansexual. Slap yourself, pansexual. <laughs> pansexual. Slap yourself. Okay, keep going. <laughs> it was something that has to do with if you're transgender, transgender but, you but like still bisexual. Yeah. Sometimes Ass- you see. Okay, so here's the thing that within the, the the LGBTQ community, a lot of people that identify as transgender don't they don't agree with the categories we've set anyways heterosexual yeah. homosexual because those categories are so fluid and i mean they've changed meanings over time i don't even know Can like because I-, I saw uh one of my friends had a cousin who's a very flamboyant homosexual yeah. male and he was dating a very masculine female lesbian and so their sexual experience was the female lesbian would peg him oh, shit. um she would strap can on. you explain peg to people who it's, might not it's know when a female straps on and um has relations with the male in from, the butt in the back and his anus in the you know anus male female anal sex right but but that's like honestly like all jokes aside that blew my mind um but it blew my mind i was like how does that work but like, be, I can explain that. That's you, a heterosexual. Yeah, I can explain relationship. Kind of. Yes and no. What is that? That's is the, it? But that's the be- thing. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go for it. I'm. Listening. I was just gonna say that's the thing. Like, the, a heterosexual relationship. Some like technically, it's a male and a female in a you know. But it's not really a heterosexual. But, but those kinds of situations is why so those categories the, the pass the hands going and about to knock the mic off. <laughs> hey, have any of that's why those cat- those categories don't always hold up when you get situations yeah. like yeah. that or like with Caitlyn Jenner, for instance, talking about still liking what she said she still like that women, nigga needs but to not a lesbian or you know. But but when they when she got interviewed, he she got interviewed. I'm sorry. He got to commit. He still got a low. You see, she got interviewed, and the person was trying to fit her into these categories, and she was like, "I no, I don't." That motherfucker needs to commit, man. You can't have titties and no. Hey, my ex broke. You got to get rid of that motherfucker. That shit is not fair. Chickswithdicks.com. Look it up. (laughs) (laughs) I just want this nigga to commit, man. (laughs) Hey, that's a real psych. (laughs) What did he say? Chickswithdicks.com. Look it up. I just want that nigga to commit, man. Hey, that's all I want. Check it out, though. Okay, look, and then we got a minister in the room, and then I'm, I'm gonna let this go. Uh, if y'all, y'all know, <laughs> y'all remember the good. y'all remember the city Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Has oh. anyone ever Googled Gomorrah? 
and what Gamora actually is. What is it's going to make you puke. Um, I don't want Gamora, do y'all not want to hear it? Like, you can go ahead now. Like go ahead. Dictionary word? Yeah, the, what the, word. the definition of Gamora is. I know we all are familiar with it as a city, yeah. but Gamora, what no, it really sodomy. is. Yeah. We know what sodomy, sodomy yeah. is. Yeah. Sodomy. Gamora is the act of a man taking half his shit while a turd is coming out of his asshole. Another man will then insert his penis oh, into this man. Like that's, not, that's not all. But that's not all, though. You but look, that ain't all, though. That but then from there, from there. He need that shit look, for his sermon. I'm son. saying from there, <laughs> he then takes it out of the anus and inserts it into his mouth. Oh. And they exchange oh, roles. Man, that is why that's like, that's like two girls, hey, one cup, 2.0. Thank you, bro. I'm saying if God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, that was his reason. If right my there. mama is listening to this, she probably that like, I'm going to mute this and I'll be right back. I'm saying nobody has. I've t- talked on here before about yeah. the reason why, the, like the real true interpretation of yeah. why Sodom and Gomorrah, why that happened. It yeah. didn't have nothing to do with, uh, you know, the, the, the meat packing or any of that kind of stuff. I looked it up, though, because I was saying, okay, look, I'm not a religious man it's right. per se, right? right? But I do know that the Bible carries facts that are uh, covered in story. You have yeah. to be, be able to diagnose the story to understand the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. So I say, what's up with Sodom and Gomorrah? What's this about people turning around and turning into salt? You know what right. I mean? And I was like, you know what? If they built their city next to a volcano, that means when this volcano exploded, there would be sulfur and ash flying in the air. So if you're running away from a burning volcano and you look back, there's a good chance that something is going to hit you and destroy you. So when they say, what's her name, Sarah? Uh, maybe not Sarah, but there was um, oh, Lot, Lot's yeah. wife. And they yeah. say they were turned to pillars of salt. <clears throat> to me, my interpretation is that they were hit by, by a volcanic eruption and they died at that moment because of what was I'm happening. I'm not trying to be funny, but where did where, the volcano come in at? No, because... Oh, no, no, because well, no, no, because no, I, I, I know y'all like know the, more the, about the it. Cause I know bur- all the, the stuff. Yeah, because I've been saying, I know he really... Because he comes to me all the time with a lot of shit. This is hey. like Umar Judson Jr. But see, that's the thing. is, is A lot of it yeah. is speculation. A lot of it is speculation, but people who want to try to interpret it as, you know, literal events yeah. instead of hellfire and brimstone coming from heaven, heaven. they say well, hell, it volcano. probably was a volcano look up their know. location they were actually close that's one of the things I did I'm going to do my geography on this yeah. where are they located right. they're located from next to a dormant volcano in today's world but it doesn't mean in the bible's time that it hadn't erupted but I get that because I, I told somebody the other day I was like you know people talk about uh, when God destroyed the earth with water mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, well, how the fuck? We didn't have all the technology then to see what the whole world like consisted said, of. It probably was like a well, it was like a, It was like a Katrina. I mean, if it fucked up the whole, like, it's like if this is like 2000 B.C. and Dallas floods out and you don't know nothing else because they don't have television and planes. Tr- if it just fucked up this, this, this uh, metropolis, we're going to be like the whole world is fucked. But yep. in back in them days, it could have just been a fucking Katrina. And the only so civilization who, who, who doesn't, say? the only right. civilization who doesn't have record <laughs> of a great flood is China. And you want to know why that is? Fact check. Because they are fucking in the mountains. Yeah. Right. A flood would not affect the highest peak in the country. Yeah, I mean, in yeah. the world, as yeah. it would affect other places in yeah, the world. In the valleys and so that down. happened. Yeah. If you do right. your research on that part, anyway, right. that's off topic. Right. No, that's good. No, that's, that's, good. Good. that's good. That's good shit. That was a hell of a lesson. That is a good, good fucking stuff. shit. Good things. One of the I things was kind of disgusting. <laughs> yes. Like, I won't be Gamorrean. I threw up in a bed Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about. I was um, this morning. I went and got my windows tinted, 
and this guy was playing uh, very black thing to do. Hey, it's hot. I don't hey, like man. my shit being yeah. hot, yeah. and it makes the car look black. Cool. Don't crack. We yeah. got to protect. And I don't skin. want. I need to nobody, get mine. Nobody, nobody wants people looking oh, in their car. Rover or the or the, or the, the Jeep, the definitely. Jeep. That shit would be nice, bro. Yeah, that black. black yes, mm-hmm. my dude. That shit would be nice, bro. And you got the big tires on that bitch. Got, yeah. Definitely get it tinted. So I was that getting. I could ride with uh, no pants on. Here you go with this nigga. And you got them with the doors six. off. Is it going to get the doors ripped off? Hash bash. Yeah, with those doors off. It's going to smell like the couch at KU did when Anthony Collins used to sit his naked ass on there after practice. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Get your stinking ass up. Microfiber yeah. sitting butt well, naked. I sat on my couch at my house, so whatever. <laughs> I hope you cleaning them bitches before you had these good yeah. pants. <laughs> no, you're not. Hey, y'all don't sit at my, oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, with, with alcohol and, and Lysol. And Lysol. That's, <laughs> why Murphy, that's why Murphy was eating your couch. <laughs> <laughs> he say he smell that scent. He eating oh, ass. He lick his own ass. Oh, oh, eat the damn nasty, man. Hey, it is what it my is. Dog ain't come out, man. I ain't sleeping on nobody else's couch yeah. now. So I, <laughs> but I was getting my windows tinted, and, and the guy was playing uh, Simone's comedy thing, her recent comedy video, and she was like, "What's the difference between doing everything to keep your man?" to keep your man and then doing everything to keep your man happy. And the difference she had was she was like, "Black women, they do everything they can to keep their man." White women do everything to keep their man happy. Hmm. This is her perspective. A black woman, anybody who knows Simone, she always says some real shit. She's a great comedian, one of the uh, mm-hmm. f- uh, female queens of comedy. Mm-hmm. Bro, she was like, some more, some more, some more. I want Thank some more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she. Is. And he had a little, <laughs> little music hey, to that. I like chocolates. What can I say? So she, uh, so she was like, you know, she's like, I didn't really pay her attention until I realized, you know, she's like, it was one of my white female friends who was saying this. She was like, and and she's like, the the definite, the way she explained it to me was, she's like, so when you watching football with your man, what do you do? She's like, I just watch football with him because I know he likes to watch football. She's like, okay. She's like, white women. She's like. They'll watch football with their man, and during halftime, they'll suck his dick. <laughs> and become a fan on your ass. I can only say and that swallow. I have experienced it. And swallow. I'm not going to sit here and say that and white people are the only ones giving head. They not Black the women ones. are sucking no. good dicks, I heard. Yeah, but that. <laughs> I mean, bro, you ain't got to apologize for shit. You ain't got to apologize for shit. Ain't no virgins in this motherfucker. I want to stand up for black women. They suck good dicks around here. Believe that. I'm born to get virgins Yeah. Yeah. But the thing about it is, it's kind of, and you know what? I think it was on Born Again Virgin. I posted that picture, and it was like the black, the white woman was talking to the black woman, and she was like, "Why are black women so scared to 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 give head, or why don't they?" And then the black woman was like, "We do." She's like, "Oh, so you do give head? You're just scared to talk about it? Like they don't? <laughs> yeah. Like you Labels. do have you do have white the black women who give head, but, and I always speak from my perspective, when it comes to black women giving head, it is a lot of them to give it. They give it, but." At the forefront, they are kind of like, oh, I don't do this. Or some of, some of them are like, I don't do this, whatever, whatever. Then you have some that do. You still kind of have to teach them or you got to kind of guide them or figure out if they're going to swallow or not swallow. I ain't never had a situation where I fuck with a white girl and they wasn't swallowing or looking at me like, what? If you, I okay. heard they like, if you ain't swallowing, what are you down there for? White men also go down on their women on a regular basis as well. Yes. So if we're going to talk about bad, that part, like that how many black bad, men? No, black men are doing it now. Yeah. Back when we were in like, I remember because they weren't. Yeah. In point. the 90s, you couldn't bring this subject up. I don't or get know beat about up that or as much as the age we were, and we man, weren't. No, yeah. I, no. Think, I think older black men were not. No, no they weren't. I'm 31 years old and we were not. And I, I know a dude that had got jumped in high school because he admitted that, yeah, I go down on my girl. And after 
school, they beat his ass. Like, they, they <laughs> that was, like, yeah, that was high school. I'm just yeah. saying, but that's the But, truth. like, I agree with Christian. There were a lot of older men, and it was, a, it was like a stereotype. that You even can find videos online where they talk about black men not eating pussy. Yeah. Well, that ain't because that's the case, I, I, I think white I mean, men probably weren't either. But like you seasoning. said, you made a good point. Seasoning. Black women and black men, yeah. we 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 are not always allowed to talk about sexuality openly yeah, and yeah. publicly because yes. we were always stereotyped as overly sexual rapists yes. or hoes yes. or whatever. Yeah. Yes. So that so that you know, that's a part of the reason we still don't talk about sex that yes. much. And community. we love sex. That's why I try to talk about. I try to talk about it every chance I get. Yeah, hey, <laughs> me too. Conversation, but I, I mean, I'm from the protest. Like the y'all feel about sex and how people don't talk about it. That's how I feel about masturbation. That's why I always got to talk about it. We got, yeah, we get at least one. Everybody we, you, gets you, so you, shameful, man. Everybody feels ashamed. I mean, I masturbate, man. I'm but you feel ashamed, no, right? No, now, I do know? not. No, every man. No, I, like, don't I don't feel give a, I'm saying it's a good reverend in here, and you don't probably want that on his resume. Man, you <laughs> no, on my resume. You get, hey, he's good, bro. When it comes down to it, your girl be looking at you like I'm tired. You're like, but guess what? I'm going to sleep better regardless. You're not. I'm going to say change the way I'm going to sleep tonight. My question is, what happened when you would rather jack off than have sex? Been there, done that. You got intimacy problems, probably. No, you just don't have time. I think that's more what it is. Or you don't have access to someone with whom you can make sex. (laughs) (laughs) Some people care, though. Like, look, some people care. If she's there, I would prefer... The, the feeling of a woman's mouth and vagina yes. over my hand but, and, but and some lotion. I would rather not, not be time. concerned. I don't want to be concerned about her Why? feelings every time. You must be really good at what you do. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said I can finish in 8.9 seconds. Nigga said a new I world record. Yeah. Before she even gets off. But you know what? I, I get what Christian so you're is saying. you yourself to be a uh, premature ejaculator. No, no, <laughs> but no, I know. I get no. what he's saying. Though, sometimes you don't want to yeah, you don't want to do the hustle and bustle all the time. Sometimes you just want to get it done. And I get it. It's about me. So then what if it was you were in a situation where you didn't have to do the hustle bustle, you could be like, "Hey, let's do a quickie, bam, bam, bam." Hell yeah! This is where I'm, I'm telling you this. Do that Jack yes, off. he would. He's basically saying I'm a little still selfish. Not, he's and still I'm thinking okay. about it because sometimes I just like to connect with me. Well, okay, and, you know, I like to fair. have that connection with myself. No, that's then that's that's, fine. that's, that's true. That's valid. But let me, you know. <laughs> let me ask you this: Let me ask you this. You talking from a true area? If you want to just connect with yourself, are you trying to beat off real quick? Are you I mean, sometimes it? I'll try to extend it. Just sometimes so he's stroking so he can. No, no, let's be because honest. There is a thing. I, I, you I don't can... fucking extend it. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. So when it's time like we said, the hardest. I'm three minutes and I'm out of there. Like we said, the hardest part is finding what video you want to watch. Because I'm tired of watching that one. You just got to get that right. You got to get the right lotion too. But once you get all those things together, three minutes and you're done. Don't you look. Three, you, three minutes and done, look, look, if you were having sex, you would just be getting started. You would still be on the titties by then. Maybe you would still just kissing. So you tell me. Yeah. No, and, ne- tell and, me. and never use your girl's okay. lotion. You that me. could cause arguments. Right. So I'm just saying, yeah, you know. It came in smelling like yeah. another bitch. <laughs> you about Warm vanilla sugar, big head. Why you doing for like vanilla? I, 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 I understand. <laughs> At the body works jacket off. Wait, you ain't been with me today, and you smell like vanillas and ice cream. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, well, that's fragrance. I don't think I would be using that. Though. Yeah, it's probably got some stuff man, that I'm uh, with you. You know, when I'm in the mood, like you said, for baby, the first baby, thing, baby, I'm not lotion, <laughs> shit that's delicate to skin. You know, for delicate skin. I, th- I heard cocoa butter is a good one. But what? Are, what are some other? Cocoa butter co- can slow you down. <laughs> but. <laughs> It does dry up real quick. Though. Down your throat. It does dry up. It dries up real quick. 
y'all gotta see this fool. He is, he is on it today. He is on it today. Speaking from experience, I got a reply. You gonna use the whole bottle of cocoa butter? You do right now. This thing is moist to the motherfucker. No, I use oils. I've told him about that. Oils are oils. This is stupid. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. It is you, bro. We need. What are some other differences between doing everything to keep your man? And everything to keep your man happy. Like, what's something that comes to, to I mind? I think you know what I think, and I, I'll speak up to, from both you know ways. Keeping your woman, keeping your woman happy. That whole difference. Uh, I think it comes down to like, what is your mindset when you're doing it? You can tell when somebody's doing something just because, just because they think yeah. you like it, yeah. or they're doing something because they genuinely you know have have a vested interest course, in it because yeah. of it's an interest of yours. And I think you can tell the difference. So. You know, like it. You know, I, mm. the example you using, you can tell when somebody's down there just because it's a task, or you well, t- somebody even, down there yeah, because they. But not even just like not even just like got to enjoy it. But though. not even just like that. Like just from a perspective of like, let's just say, going out. Like, say for instance, you you know the guy. Okay, you we always taking the women out. We always paying for the food. Mm-hmm. We always paying for the dinners and buying them clothes. <laughs> like, what about women? Not just being there to accept the gift and showing appreciation, but showing a reciprocity. That's something that keeps your man happy, even if it's something minuscule, because guys always pretty. I know for me, I'm always buying my own shit and doing my own thing. So it's like you don't have to go out and buy me the most expensive thing. But what about like I know I like to work out. So like buy me a gym bag, putting like a workout outfit in there and some like something some old that, spice, yeah. something to wash yourself afterwards. I'm just saying, yeah, I get what you say. Like something yeah. small. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To say, you know what, I appreciate you. I didn't go out and buy fifteen hundred dollars worth of shit. You know, that's probably for birthdays and Christmas and shit. But like the small things to where it's things to show outside of fucking and having sex, right, like right. that I appreciate you. Yeah. Right. You know, like yeah. you know, somebody like I said, just buying little stuff or if it's let's just say if you can't catch a game and your girl at home. And she records the game for you, or you know, I some, love you, babe. something, bro, something yeah. that shows you know what that you're thinking I, about this person. That yes, person and that's those things. Those are little things that's like, hey, I want to keep him happy, not just keep him. You can keep him by just cooking, cleaning, fucking, and and not asking for a whole bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. But what is that thing that when somebody else approaches or that other woman who may have that looks better or something approaches what do you have that's going to keep want him to stay there mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean it goes the same way for you know for men and women and women to men like what is it that's going to keep him there what right. is it that's going to keep her there my I number mean, one thing i'll say hashtag loyalty i don't know how it works for everybody else but if you got a good woman that's really down with you you got to figure some things out to make got, that you, you know to. what i'm saying to make that work as well because, because i mean i don't know if that's enough <laughs> what loyalty I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't even know what I want, man. He's an bro, I'm saying, oh, I get, no, I get him, bro. I, I get it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, you could be loyal to me, and I'll still be like, uh. You don't you know. You could be beautiful, and I'll still it's be like, uh. Yeah, well, you but could I think, be like, sure, like, like, But, you but I just have one thing. You got to have You gotta have a plethora of but things. But also, yeah, you got to have a plethora. No, no, I'm not talking. I'm talking like a person. You, If you're going to get bored with somebody that might, the sex might be good, but you can't have a conversation with. Yeah. The person got to have more than just They do, but sometimes. And that's a jump off. If he if he's like me, right. sometimes I think if you do have like he's saying, you have that person that's beautiful, you have that person that's uh, um, that has that's educated, that's are things that you want, but you're still not like not oh, I want to get married. But that, no, sometimes I think it can be those things, but I think also the big issue sometimes is it could be you. It could be that's me. True. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes. And you, that's what I'm saying. And you and have you to got, take that on. The and chain. you have to take that and have to say, you know what? Okay, I may not be ready, but what the fuck am I going to do to get ready? Right. Whether it be take some time to yourself and say, let me figure this shit out. And I get exactly what he's saying. Like I've dated a lot. You know what I'm saying? 
And it's like every time I meet good girls, I'm talking to somebody that's great now. And, bro, I still be like, I don't know. Is this enough? What else could it possibly be? And and sometimes it's it's one of those days for me personally. It could be one of those days where I'm like, I'll see a girl with a fat ass or a nice breast. And I'm like, I want to fuck her. I want to do this. And one oh, thing that my brother, no, I mean, that's just one thing, though. It's that's, multiple that's things. That's the male penis yeah, speaking. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you have to think past that. Now, one thing my brother nuts. told me being married before, he was like, you're going to always look at something else. You're going to always have an urge for something else. But those are the things where when you know how good your woman is or how much you love your woman or whatever those things that you have with that mm-hmm. woman, you look past that. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's no perfect situation. You feeling a certain mm-hmm. way, you're not going to stop feeling a certain way because, oh, I found the one I'm with. You're going to have shitty days, like Gary no. says before. Some days you ain't going to feel like fucking loving that person. It actually gets harder now because you have to put it all in a box and say, you know what, this is my woman. So all of those little extras that come into my brain, I really, I can't even play into those no more. You can't play you know into them, gotta, but you got to put yourself in situations. I have another homeboy. Like, I can't get him to come out of Fort Worth because he's like, bro, I can't be in the city. I can't be around all these women. I love my wife. I care about my wife, but I know if I allow myself to get out and be around all of this shit i don't know what could happen he's honest with himself part of that yeah part of that is knowing himself you know because the fact of the matter is as human beings you the urges the the attractions that ain't gonna stop that's your human being but if if you have self-control and if you i mean we got urges i got the urge to knock somebody out at least you know once every week at tcu but i'm not we have urges other than sexual we have all kinds yeah. of yeah. inclinations and stuff like that exactly and you can't always regulate them but you you don't always act on it either yeah td jakes calls them he motions <laughs> yeah. I bought that yeah. book and we I got read. Beyonce's and emotions. You know what I'm saying? Two new, <laughs> two new words. Sayings huh? you could take with you today. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all heard that? He motions and he on I, It he makes me. I need emotions. like a uh, infomercial that kind of sells both of those points and be like, you can get it on TheRealityIs.com for the two low prices of fifteen ninety nine. <laughs> we'll have those delivered to your doorstep. Heck yeah, yeah, yeah emotions. emotions. Call I now. You get a double. You saying, we, basically, you kind of sounded like we had a series going. We have he motions and. He uh, honestly, and you know, like you have people offer it up for like a, a combined sale and hedonistic party. We'll send you those words typed up right away. Fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine. One yeah. thing I think about, like keeping keeping person happy versus just keeping a person is like what you were saying is, uh, and both of y'all alluded to. You actually have to know that person. Like it's gonna take some time to get to know what this person likes right. and what they don't like. Because yeah. the only way you can cater to them and and try to go above and beyond to make this person happy is to know exactly what they first, like first you, know? you have to know them and then i feel like you you have to like them yeah you have yeah. to actually like them as a person yeah because uh, sometimes you get in relations with people you don't really like yeah or maybe you know it's like well i don't really like you but i'm just gonna stay around um and i think that's <clears throat> or you might like the person sometimes and not like them the other man well, marriage is just i mean yeah. marriage and commitment period to me is just scary when I think about, like, for me, when I think about, like, giving my life, and that's why, like, when I talk to Gary, I'm like, bro, I, I'm even my homeboy running, I'm like, with mistakes or no mistakes, I'm proud of you. Because to be able to say, I'm this, I'm so selfless, I am willing to give myself to another person to say, I am committed to you, to protect you, to be there for you. Because men, it, women have a hard job, but men have a lot, my dude. Black men. Black men have a lot, bro. Love and black men. And then, like, not only does Gary carry the weight of, like, being committed to his wife and taking care of her and supporting her, dog, it's other young black people who don't have a father at home or never saw that. So he's on he's on display for everybody. Like, I, it's times, bro, I see, I, I'll see Gary and I'll see Monica and I'm like, or I'll see a picture and I'm like, that's legit, bro. Because you know what? Gary's a handsome guy. He's a great guy. He's educated. He can do whatever the fuck he want to do. 
Monica's beautiful too. I'm gonna give her credit too. She could do the same thing, but it's Monica, like fine. Be, watch your motherfucking mouth. I'll say it for she you again. Is, no, no, she is, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you very much. But it's you know, but it's like it's like that commitment thing, man. To to have it, and like I said, I just applaud people who do it. And for me, eventually, I do definitely want to get to that point. But when I think about it, I'm just like. It's a commitment, and it then it, and and it ain't buying a car. It ain't buying a thirty year mortgage. Like right, it's a you can just you can just take the car back oh, and trade it in the house, for, you know, to the end of something. Yeah, and, and, and don't have to worry about what your family would think or what people would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just trade it, it's, it's, in. Yeah, yeah. they repossess wives. <laughs> Yes, from overseas. You ain't You're here 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 Somebody coming to get hurt. We here to you ain't lying. You behind on mail order bride. You have a You have an Asian at your door so fast with a whole little squad. Nah, but but I, I respect it, bro. I, like I say, I and for me and just kind of freestyling. We got like ten minutes left, but I, I I'll say this to you right quick. No, you good. With as it pertains to black men in love. What scares us the most is not the committing to it; it's the losing at the end. I feel I, that's done, what I'm gonna say. We've done enough of that in our lives. I don't want fathers fail. and uncles and aunts and all this other and stuff. I, so yeah. when you get your wife, that is a lifetime commitment to yeah. me. My parents have been married. My father been married five times, and my mom been married four. She lost her third husband in cancer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying I've watched how with everything that both of them went through each time they lost their other half, in, including each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So me. If I jump out there, it will only be the one time. That's, that's what I'm saying. Forever. <laughs> and I know. And if even if it fails, bro, unless God just comes in and changes my heart. Like, if I got married and it didn't work, I'm not doing it again. You know I'm saying? So, bitch, do you want to die is the so question. Nice. No, <laughs> 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 no bro, that's, a, that's a good point, though, man, when you're talking about, like, divorce. Uh, divorce, and, and not just in black communities, but in marriage in general, divorce yeah. is, is high. And I used to come at like I used to think about marriage because my dad uh, he's on his he's married for his fourth time, mm-hmm. um, and my mom got remarried just for the first time after divorcing my dad, yeah. and uh, it took her forever, man, to to get over it. And he kind of he had to bounce back, kind of you know, <laughs> he needed that quick. suitable helper, right? But states. I look, but I used to look back at that, and I used to be like, man, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go that route. Like mm-hmm. I want to get married one time. Don't want to get a divorce. And while that's still something that that I desire to just you know be in the situation I'm in and be happy, um, it, I, I kind of matured to the point where man, divorce is not the end of the world, and no. it happens no. because yeah. people you when you realize how much people grow and change over the course of their life every year, it doesn't always have to be a knockdown, drag out, no. nasty situation. Yeah. Sometimes couples just like you know what we, we did this, apart. it was great for ten years, yeah. we, grew apart, we grew apart, whatever. We're different people now. You've got a new career, education, exactly. all type of things, and, yeah. and, and things it doesn't grow. have to be a, a bad thing. And of course, the stigma that the church puts on divorce, which I would argue against. It makes it, it it makes people stay together sometimes when they shouldn't. Shouldn't be. But at the same time, I look back at my dad now, and I'm like, man, I respect him because while before I was like, man, you know, he'd been married four times. Like, I don't want to do that. But at the same time, it's easier to get divorced and not want to get married no more. And he kept and not trying, wanna, And he kept trying. And, and men ain't getting married just because you fine. That's what I'm yep. saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? It takes a lot so, of strength to bounce and the, back. And the woman he's with now, my stepmom now, they've been together. They've been together long, much longer than any of his other wives. Yeah. And they have fun together, laugh together, joke. So he finally got it right, even though it took four oh, tries. Yeah. But, man, I can respect that. So I, I would tell people, man, is on one hand, yeah, you want to take it slow. And I think that's important to make sure that you don't just jump into a marriage. But at the same time, don't let the idea or the possibility of possibly divorcing keep you from getting married because my cousin you know i've got cousin that just got married and he told me man i don't i don't want to do that i don't want to ever get a divorce and i'm like and you shouldn't want to 
but just know that in the event that something bad does happen, yeah, your family's still gonna be here for you. You still gonna mm-hmm. be you. Life is gonna go on like. And I'm that, gonna judge you though. I'm gonna judge you. Yeah. I'm gonna put your ass on the stand. I'm, like, I'm gonna damn. judge you. <laughs> Yeah, I grew up See, in the in a, yeah, I grew up in the black church. I'm judging your ass. See, I'm gonna be here for you. So what did you do to her, brother? Yeah, this what did you do to know. your wife? Why did she leave you? Better know. I'm gonna say that's not that's not what God likes. That See, God. That's all right, brother. We See? still love you. See? Who knows the whole in story? Church. Is it Kim Davis, the one who was standing up against the lesbians that, that didn't want to yeah. get the uh, marriage yeah, license? That crazy yeah. woman. And she all these people back. Publicly official a uh, publicly elected official. And she been married three times. Yeah. Oh, has she? Oh yeah. Been married three times. Ugly as hell. She yeah, talking and no, yeah, but no, that was a stink. picture I saw it looked the like other a day to me. on Facebook yeah. or she Instagram, where it was like, like all cats. these people talk about they want to defend the no sanctity of marriage that up, but. against gay marriage, but they've been Donald Trump been married three, four, you yeah. know, all these people yeah. been married four, three and four times yeah. talking about the sanctity of marriage, and but nah, yeah, she she was not giving out marriage certificates to gay people. And she said she's still not gonna give them. And, and you know, and I say this, I think this, you know. Big picture of things, whatever you know. what I'm saying your little yeah. chapter for that, but she has the right to believe how she believes. Of course, she does. But as thing. but in her but position, she's, she she's, doesn't she's have the right to, other people's to lives. To yeah, we as a people yeah. have to stand up to her for that. Like right. now, yeah. you're you saying you're overstepping your that's boundaries. Why she got it, yeah, arrested. Yeah. But the interesting thing control. is, like you saw how much support she got. Well, now Tennessee's mm-hmm. issued a uh, bill for uh, a defense of natural marriage act in Tennessee. To try to go against the Supreme Court on the It's just like, I don't know. Our country, that's the law. Do, they do a good, they kind of love to marginalize people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, I think it's a lot of times for their own uh, insecurities. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> This nigga here. Y'all gonna hear that shit I'm telling you Yeah we ain't editing Nothing out of this Out of this episode <laughs> you could edit That thing I said About her not being attractive That would be No I'm not nice. gonna edit I do the editing It will be definitely Be in there <laughs> <laughs> I want. I wish we had a song To sing Since they've been singing I, Is it a song That all of us May know So we can sing together to sing back for what they've been, I feel no, like it's we're like not going to troll them because they're going to be like, oh, so y'all, y'all, oh, y'all going to hell. I feel like it's a <laughs> challenge. <laughs> you you sing the black and he like he about to sing a song. Y'all don't even know the black national. Anthem. I have Mike no now. idea. Exactly. I do. I don't. You know? I know the first. Give, some, give it to me. I woke up this <laughs> morning with my head on, on Jesus. I woke up this morning with, with my mind. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it I woke up this morning with my mind. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and it's the one person in the church that yeah. can't sing at all, oh, and they be the tenor. Yeah, this is this is when you know you got a real black church. We got what about three, four minutes? You a real black church when you got a woman singing tenor? Huh. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a, that is a real black church when you got a woman right. who got a deeper you voice. Sure enough, right? Than more than me. Every, every true black church got. We one. had one. Her name was Margaret Sheetham. And want to <laughs> sing solos every Sunday. Yes. <laughs> Down somewhere. Uh, that, that's a black real church, black church. Black too. If, yes. you, if your church has deaconesses, you you got a real, real, real black church. church. They wear white gloves too. They're all white. They all wear. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they be in all white. All white. Have you noticed the thing they do in all black churches now? They got the dance ministry. Yeah. Have y'all yeah. noticed that? Yeah. That yeah. Shit is terrible, man. They be, <laughs> yeah. they be terrible dancers, man. <laughs> look, back in the day, though, y'all y'all not from Texas like that, most of y'all. But look, I, I don't know, know if y'all know. We all, we, we all you remember the pool stick, right? When they used to do this shit when we was young and shit. The pool stick. Oh, yeah, when you dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When yeah. you marching in. Yeah. yeah. Look, our bishop used to let us come on stage and do that wacky ass shit. And I used to sit back like, what the fuck is going on? I'm in church. Look, today, yes. that bishop, that bishop is behind jail. For his uh, for his shenanigans, that's another day. Is this a uh, hornbuckle? Yes, 
Hornbuckle. Yeah. That's his name. Bishop name. Oh, yeah, yeah, he deserves he used to be let us jail. come up on stage. What, what did he get arrested violent? for? Molesting my friends. Yeah, he's saying, mo- multiple of these molesting my friends. Because multiple of these girls that we're talking about were yeah. my friends. Yeah. Were girls that I he still sleeping, know yeah. to this he was, day. He was basically and these pulling my a, friends. Uh, he was pulling a Pill Cosby. Yeah. Yeah. Pill Cosby. Pill. Pill. Where's New Jones. Handing them out one at a time. You ain't gotta pay for that uh, one. I thought I, I thought he misspoke. Or I misheard him. <laughs> that was definitely. I was not. letting y'all wait for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he been waiting all day to get that one out. Ah uh, man, man, we wanted to thank everybody for listening to the reality is where filter becomes extinct. My boy Brian will have this show out probably by Monday or Tuesday. Definitely. What y'all gotta say, man? Before we get up out this thing, it's fun, man. This was fun today. I've been out of here for like two weeks, so it's good to be back with y'all, brothers, man, and yeah. just having a good time. What you got, Chris? Oh, you about to go I home and jack off? I mean, we use that African boom bottle uh, lotion. I got man, I ain't using no oil, 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 no oil. Oil. Well, oil. I don't want my shit to catch on fire now. It's not, man. It's uh, smooth glass. Don't no, no, ask me why I'm lighting matches close to my. It's smooth glass, man. You you will be all right, bro. It's literally a song. No, I'm excited, man. My my family's coming into town with the little baby, so I get to oh, this home. weekend. Yeah, today. And you wasn't the gonna say nothing, man. Huh? Nothing about nothing to nobody. Y'all yeah, mm. my family. All right. Oh, <laughs> got him. Well, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you guys can catch us at uh, on Facebook at uh, the Reality Is on Instagram. The Reality Is. You can hit us up on the website at www.therealityis.com. That's www.thatherealityis.com. And remember, inhale curse. To excel success and we'll holler at y'all make next sure day. you check out the TCU game oh, tonight yeah, go, Aaron, number, 22. number 22 Aaron Green yeah. we, we hoping for mm. 200 yards buh, buh, tonight buh. salute the young boy get it done yes sir took me down for pushing it and he said a word in it At American Public University, we believe higher education is not one size fits all. That's why we offer 200 modern programs that build on your knowledge and fit your schedule. Because we believe universities should adapt to the needs of students, not the other way around. American Public University, within reach, without limits. Online classes start every month. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more.